Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And uh, we're going to start off with a quick little story uh, that's, uh, you know, been ongoing for a while and it kind of falls out of the whole uh, Tyson Fury debacle. Negotiations are now underway between IBF, WBA, WBO heavyweight champ Alexander Usyk and his WBA mandatory Daniel Dubois. On paper, says Barry Holbrook, uh, writing for BoxingNews24.com, on paper, this is a mismatch, given that the 25-year-old Dubois lacks the experience to fight a talented champion like Usyk. This is a tough fight for Dubois with him coming off a bad knee injury. Daniel's mobility was poor before the knee injury, but it will then be more challenging for him if he's had cartilage removed. In Dubois' last fight, he barely escaped getting knocked out by the obscure French contender Kevin Lorena last December on the undercard of the Tyson Fury versus Derek Chisora fight at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London, attended by TalkingFight.com, by the way. Uh, Dubois, who's 19 and 1 with 18 knockouts, has reportedly sent his uh, medical information to the World Boxing Association to show that his recently injured right knee is healed so he can face Usyk, who, by the way, is 20 and 0. If the 6 foot 5, 240 pound Dubois defeats Usyk, it'll make a much it'll make it much easier to put together the undisputed clash with WBC heavyweight champ Tyson Fury because they share the same promoter in Frank Warren. In that case, it would be an in-house fight for Warren, and it's much more straightforward style for Fury to defeat than the crafty counterpunching, lightning quick Southpaw Usyk. On we go to see what's happening elsewhere. Uh, my friend Dan Ambrose, also writing over at boxnews24.com, is saying Dimitri Bivol is no longer being considered for unbeaten middleweight contender Jaime Munguia. His next fight scheduled for June 10th, by the way. Munguia's promoter, Fernando Beltran, says WBA light heavyweight champ uh, Bivol, who's 21-0, isn't very popular. So they're not interested in fighting him now. You can say the same thing about Munguia as well, by the way. The perception boxing fans have of Munguia is that he's been slowly ramped up for a big cash-out by his management. Munguia has faced subpar opposition throughout his career, as we all know, giving the impression to some that he's a phony manufactured fighter like Ryan Garcia. Ooh, harsh words from Dan. All right. Unfortunately, Munguia is not very popular because he's never stepped in uh, stepped in, stepped it up in his career against quality opposition instead of the Hammenaggers with whom he's padded his 41 and 0 record. Just for example, Mungia's last seven opponents: Gonzalo Gaston Correa, Demetrius Ballard, Jimmy Kelly, Gabe Rosada, Camille Shrismeda, Toriano Johnson, and Gary O'Sullivan. Mungia's promoter targets former middleweight champ uh, Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, and talks with his promoter, Tom Loeffler, have already begun, apparently. Belgian says Mungia has been interested in fighting Golovkin, 42-2-1, by the way, 37 knockouts, his entire career, and he'd be happy if he could finally face him. We are not thinking of Bevel for June 10th, Fernando Beltran said to uh, Equizadio, Equizadio, whatever, Jamie uh, has a date with the zone for June 10th. Bivol is not very popular. We'd love to fight him in the future. We're talking about these two weight class above. We would not fight uh, with Bivol if nobody else wants him. If somebody runs away with him, we'll face him. 
We're trying to get a fight with Triple G for June 10th. We've been talking to his promoter, Tom Loeffler. We wanted to close it soon. We have looked for that fight since a long time ago. Yeah, right. Um, Jake Turnan over at BoxNews24.com has this to say about Chris Eubank Jr. Chris Eubank Jr. is expected to be denied authorization by the British Boxing Board of Control to fight Conor Ben in Abu Dhabi in June. The two fighters had planned to fight last October, but the bout was cancelled after it was revealed that Ben had been tested positive for the banned substance clomiphene. Rather than meet with the board to discuss the results of the tests, Ben surrendered his license, and he's been inactive ever since. Eubank Jr. could have his license to fight suspended by the board if he goes through with the Ben contest without their permission, and they're not likely to give him that. Ben doesn't need to be cleared by the BBBFC because he's already gave up his license, uh, but his and Eubank Jr.'s training team would be would need to be given permission from the board. Um, quoting here, BBB of C General Secretary to the Guardian, he said, uh, if the situation remains as it is today, then I would think that would be unlikely. But we have not had any applications. If any British uh, license holder, boxer, trainer, said wants to fight in a tournament abroad with another commission, they have to apply to us for permission. So, uh, it's not just Eubank Jr. has to worry. It's his and his and Ben's trainers that could face fines and suspensions by the board if they do take part in this fight in Abu Dhabi. So let's wait and see what happens on that front. Speaking of developing fronts in the boxing industry, there's been a lot of talk about uh, pay-per-view over the past couple of weeks, and it's really been ramping up due to two fights in particular. First, we're going to take a look at uh, the uh, Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia fight. Um, Eddie Bask, uh, sorry, Adam Baskin has this to say about Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn says he announced $84.99 U.S. pay-per-view price for the Gervonta Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia fight is, quote, a lot of money to charge fans for this event. Although her notes that the Tank Ryan fight is big, he still sees it as being priced high by the event organizers, which undoubtedly will scare many boxing fans from buying it, as we discussed the other day, heading more off towards, shall we say, free sites. Now keep in mind, if you're taking a look at the old days, you know, 10,000 people fill an arena, 100,000 people fill a stadium, whatever, and let's just say the net profit on, say, 10,000 ticket sales is 10 bucks. You're looking at $100,000 net profit. Good money, decent money to put a fight together. If you're looking at a, a million pay-per-views sold at, say, 10 bucks, that's $10 million. So to charge $84.99, quite frankly, is beyond me. But let's read on and see what uh, Eddie Aaron has to say about this, if he has anything else to say. Um the promoters and Showtime are counting on a huge following that both Gervonta and Ryan have on social media, then they'd be willing to pay that $84.99 price. And whether that happens will be interesting to see for sure. But Ryan has over 9 million Instagram followers, and, and I believe by many of them are teenagers. And so it's unclear if they'll have the funds to pay the 85 bucks asking price to see him in action. For many of them, it's enough just to read his posts on Instagram and look at his photos. They're not really boxing fans. They're just followers of Ryan. Um, 
And I got to say, this is kind of the same for Jake Paul. Jake Paul brags about his 20 million followers. But if you take a look at his posts specifically related to boxing, you might only see a few thousand either comments or likes or shares, whatever whatever the thing is. But the reality of it is, is uh, this is absolutely true. Although Ryan Garcia may have 9 million Instagram followers, they're not all boxing fans, that's for sure. So um, let's see what Eddie Hearn says. Yeah. It's lumpy. I mean, we've seen U.S. pay-per-view before at $89.99, $99.99. It's a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah, it's a big fight um, at uh, taking place at T-Mobile Arena in, in, in Las Vegas. It's kind of industry practice for a mega fight in America, which it is, I think, that this is one of the biggest pay-per-views in America for a long time. It is not my fight, Hearn continued. Uh, what's the highest price? We haven't gone to $29.99, $24.99, said Hearn about the pay-per-view pay-per-view price in the UK for fights. Uh, luckily for Hearn, he's not involved in the promotion of the Davis uh, Garcia event. So for once, he doesn't have to deal with the huge backlash from boxing fans over this one. Uh, that's true. Now, speaking of uh, about promoters, um, we had a story on Frank Warren. Yeah, one sec here. Here it is. Frank Warren, co-promoter of the WBC heavyweight champ Tyson Fury has rejected reports that his company was recently negotiating a British mega bout with Anthony Joshua, by the way, promoted by Eddie Hearn. Joshua is back on Saturday night at the O2 arena in London, where he faces Jermaine Franklin. Franklin promises to knock him out. But anyway, Warren was recently trying to finalize a fight between Fury and WBO, IBF, WBA, IBO champ, Alexander Usyk. But as we all know, the negotiations fell apart and both sides were unable to agree on the monetary terms for the rematch. A few days ago, Eddie Hearn explained that he was already in talks for a potential Fury-Joshua fight. I truly believe that as long as AJ beats Franklin, we will see him against Fury in the summer, said Hearn. Everyone accepts that AJ is a bigger draw for UK fans than Alexander Usyk. I've had talks this week with George Warren, Frank's son, and fundamentally the original contract is in place. And we all know that the timing is perfect now as it happens because of the circumstances with Usyk. And that this is the very last chance for this huge fight to happen. I expect to be exchanging pilot contracts with Queensbury soon, maybe as early as next week. AJ knows there's a big opportunity there at last. So much is at stake now, but also is his total focus on Franklin. However, Frank Warren has a much different recollection of what took place. Quote, it was a 30-second conversation. That thing that was in the mail yesterday, George rang, George rang Hearn and said, what's this all about? He said he was unaware of it. I'm just telling you what he said. George said it was less than a 30-second conversation, and we've not even discussed it with Tyson. Really annoyed about that because that 100% did not happen. Contracts are going to be signed in the next week is absolute bollocks. This is what starts all that stuff going. Social media is actually killing some of the fights because of the expectation level. I don't want to be conducting negotiations through social media. That became part of the downfall of the fight with Usyk. Wow. Alrighty. Um, let's have a quick look at uh, on the pay-per-view level, by the way. We have uh, Devin Haney going up against uh, Lomachenko on May 20th. Uh, and ESPN has put a price at $59.99 US for that, by the way. So Devin Haney, as you all know, 29-0. and zero. 
15 knockouts, will seek out his biggest win of his career, and I guess financially, when he defends his undisputed lightweight championship against former three-division world champ Vasily Lomachenko. And that's going to be held at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas on May 20th. The Haney-Lomachenko event kicks off at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific Time, and the price tag, as I've just said, $59.99 on pay-per-view. Top rank is the promoter for the event, by the way. Uh, some boxing fans won't be overjoyed at needing to pay to watch Haney and Lomachenko fight on pay-per-view, given that it comes a month after the April 22nd fight between Gervonta Tank Davis that we just discussed and Ryan Garcia, which will set the watchers back $84.99 that we just discussed. However, the price for Haney versus Loma isn't nearly as bad as what they'll be asked to pay to see Tank and Kingry. Haney-Loma is a bargain compared to the price of that event. We're going to see how good Haney is because Loma will be in better shape than his last fight against Jimmy Natiz last October. Loma was coming back from the war in Ukraine and a 10-month layoff when he took the fight against Sharp Ortiz. It's important for Haney to refrain from clinching a lot, as he did in the last two fights against Combosis. Haney uh, gained a reputation from those two fights for being a spoiler and having a non-fan-friendly fighting style. If Haney wants to become a pay-per-view attraction in a real sense, he's going to need to be more entertaining because boxing fans don't pay to see someone that mainly just jabs and holds the way Haney does. Um, uh, said said top-ranked boss Bob Aaron, by the way, Devin Haney is the sport's brightest young superstar, and he's taking on a tremendous challenge against one of this generation's best pound-for-pound fighters in Vasily Lomachenko. Devin, who's 24, will return to the U.S. following his back-to-back -back victories over former unified lightweight champ George Combosis Jr. in Australia last year. Haney can defend his 435-pound belts in the U.S. for the first and possibly last time, as he could choose to vacate the belts and move up to 140 if he's victorious against a 35-year-old Lomachenko. This fight is much more formidable for Haney than his recent contest against Combosis. Uh, Joseph Jojo Diaz, and Jorge Linares. Lomachenko was a good fighter and a future Hall of Fame candidate, Haney said. This is the fight the fans really want, and I made it happen. I've gotten two times better since the Combosis rematch, and believe it or not, the better my opponent is, the better I perform. I will show the world on May 20th that I'm the best fighter on the planet. Wow. Um... Uh, the reality is, is this fight uh, is is a fight that box fans wanted to see for several years, uh, several years ago, but the interest has dropped off due to Lomachenko not being as active as he should have been, and his poor performance against Jamie Ettore Ortiz and uh, Teofimo Lopez. Nowadays, boxing fans have been demanding Haney fight these guys: Ryan Garcia, Gervonta Tank Davis, Shakur Stevenson, Frank Martin, Regis Progress, Teofimo Lopez again, Subriel Matias and Richardson Hitchens, to name a few, I suppose. The two-time Olympic gold medalist, Lomachenko, is still a good fighter, but he's slipped a notch in the last three years since his loss to Tifon in October 2020. My goal is to become the undisputed lightweight champ, and Devin Haney is the man with the belt. I respect his boxing IQ, and I'm excited about this challenge, said Loma. So there you go. All the news fit to print. Uh, boxing fans, appreciate it. Uh, hey, Carl, how you doing? Um, remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. I appreciate you joining me today. Uh, I'm going to be joining uh, Mike Gore and Cedric Ben at 4 p.m. for their show, Knuckle Up, and uh, we'll see you then. Thanks again.